Hello, this is David Geckel from Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm a Leeds United fan. And we're back, bitches, and we're never fucking leaving. And you're listening to the DU Football Show. He is pretty fucking happy about himself, isn't he? Uh, yeah. So the story, his wrist isn't feeling particularly good. Um, to quote what Mel always likes to say, he covered himself in glory this weekend. Oh, big time. Definitely happened. Well, let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking gooner grab. Smoke of a lord. Look straight and short. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston. Across the way from me is my co-host. Also slightly covered in glory in a eh kind of way. <laughs> Sam Graham. Sam, how you doing? I'm oh, doing very well, man. It's like, it's three nothing, but eh. It yeah. was Southampton. Like, eh. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was Sheffield. It was Sheffield. Eh. The other striped team. Like, eh. Yeah. Yep. Not very exciting. Correct. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We're we'll, recording at we'll studio. get into it when we talk about it in Oso. <laughs> We're recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, follow, share with your footballing friends. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in it touch. Actually, very simple. All you have to do is email us at dufootballshow at gmail.com or get in touch on the old interwebs at dufootballshow. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure, if you do follow us on Facebook, make sure you join the closed Facebook group, which is called Drunkard United FC. And that is where a majority of the banter takes place. A lot of banter. A lot of banter. Even from children. Yes. Apparently. Well, that wasn't actually (laughs) on DUFC. That actually came to me via direct... uh, text message oh, from, did it. from our buddy Ken, who is very active on the uh, DUFC oh, oh, okay, page. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I come to find out that uh, uh, Ken is having us corrupt the youth, um, a.k.a. his daughter. Uh, Madeline has been listening to the show, and um, Madeline had some thoughts, and she uh, sent us a few videos, including uh, this one here. I love listening to the DU football show with my dad. That's pretty sweet, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. But then she starts to get a little bit of, uh, you know, let's say constructive criticism. This show would be better with less F words and all kinds of words with bad language. I'll be the first to say fuck that. <laughs> I mean, we opened the show with Gekko saying fuck. I, well, and, and the problem there is, is uh, Madeline, we have not had the opportunity to meet, but I'm sure we'll, if we ever have the chance to meet, unfortunately, I will try my 
damnedest not to say an F word, I guarantee you I will. <laughs> it's just going to happen. He fucking will, won't he? Yes, he fucking will. <laughs> so he hears, but here's the big thing. Now now she's realizing she's could be potentially a celebrity, so she's already laying down contract uh, uh, negotiations already. Get ready for this one. Since I did the video, I should get the money because you put it on your show. <laughs> I don't, I'm on the show every week, sweetheart, and I don't get paid. Okay? Um, all right, so it's pretty simple. Um, after production costs, we will uh, we will cut you in. Um, that number is zero. <laughs> so yeah. we'll give you that uh, number is negative. I will give you point fifty dollars. Point two five percent of zero. Right? In fact, you know what? Hey. Madeline, I'm sorry. You owe me like 25 bucks. <laughs> you know? I would say if Madeline's uh, buying into the show now, wanting a cut, then uh, she's got to pay in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This board will not pay for itself. Thank you very much. And we do take nickels and dimes. <laughs> I traded those out today. <clears throat> yes. All my nickels and dimes. All I counted you- them out a couple weeks ago. $83 in nickels and dimes. Literally. I had them in uh, uh, pet, uh, plastic sandwich bags. And uh, Chris at Dorsey Search, our friend. Bought them all? Yeah, he bought them off me. Very good. Very yep. good. Oh, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate <laughs> love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. We have finished the top 20 whiskeys from Whiskey Advocate for top for uh, 2020. But we are doing now is like we do every year. We go on a gin binge. I'm so excited. <laughs> and, yes. And we couldn't get away from our PG County roots. So, Sammy, tell everybody what gin we're drinking today, and I'll tell them about the cocktail. In doggo. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's new gin. Um, That's what we're having. I think it's 80 proof. I don't have the bottle in front of me. Yeah, you don't have the notes either. Nope. Didn't do anything. Yeah, that's good. Is it 80 proof? I'm assuming. Yeah, it cost me $28.95. Okay, very good. <laughs> know that for sure. Came in a $7.50. Mm-hmm. Uh, purple bottle. Yes. And doggo written top to bottom, facing the left. Very good. Strawberry flavored gin. Mm-hmm. A lot of strawberry. Yeah. Not a lot of gin. No. No, not. <laughs> in the, not, uh, in the not, old flavor. Not much uh, juniper in there at all. But uh, why don't you tell us about this lovely cocktail you have here, sir? course gin and juice you gotta do gin and juice i just tried to class it up a little bit so um got a um, little bit of the gin with uh orange juice i also squeezed some uh fresh clementines into it as well about four of those had a little bit of the um bitterman's orange citrate um bitter that's the one that makes it a yeah. little more creamier yeah um, because already gin and orange juice already make this kind of creamsicle ginny like i mean not ginny um creamy kind of drink as it is so just wanted to amp that up then it did a little bit of barrel aged uh, orange bitters good mel over there and i'm already half half, through. halfway through it already i'm not ready for glass we number just two. started and then for effervescence <laughs> i always like to give drinks a little bit of fizz so just a little bit of cold soda water you are a fancy boy i am a fancy boy damn it <laughs> so yeah mind on my money and my money on my mind like madeline and sammy what else should we be doing <laughs> we should be drinking responsibly and saying fuck a lot. Heard. All right. Well, let's have a good show, kids. Oh, okay. God, she's getting good at that. Okay, <laughs> really good at that, isn't she now? So a couple of teams in the top three lose, making the fight for Europe just that much tighter. Leads to Manchester City 1, West Ham 3, Leicester 2. City dominate, 
Leeds see a red, and it doesn't matter because Le- Marcelo Leeds- Bielsa is running around inside the head of Pep Guardiola right oh, now. Oh, yeah, living rent-free Laps. in there. Oh, Laps yeah. in there. That is the cheapest real estate in all of England. Looking at the ground, talking to himself inside of Pep's head. It was a fantastic game. Start there. So much fun. End-to-end stuff. Uh, although Leeds didn't create a super amount of chances, it was still a, a good watch. It was still a lot of fun to watch. Especially in the second half, because it was like, Ederson had to make a couple of oh, like, yeah. last-ditch effort saves. Big it time. Was- because City were pushing the envelope so heavily, and Leeds like that counterattacking style. They're a very, you know, mm. I was going to say full frontal, but that, <laughs> that didn't make a lot of sense there. No. They p- like to play on the front foot, Leeds. Um, so the fact that they were on the back foot uh, only motivated their players, it seemed, to be able to run in behind. You know what I mean? Uh, almost in the style of Leicester. Yeah, exactly. A- and that's how they scored their two goals, uh, to be fair. And Rafinha had another chance that, that Ederson did save well. Mm-hmm. Well, and his he was the assist on the uh, first goal again, right? Was no. Rafinha? Yeah. Yeah, I think it yeah. might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, again, just he's really turning into a top-notch fucking player in this league. Yeah. Really is. And and sometimes with the fancier Brazilian players, it goes one way or another. And if the if you're able to take the toughness of this league, you become a really special player really fucking quick. Absolutely. Now, with 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 this, the, the other thing I want to say about this, the tackle that Liam Cooper put in mm. was pitiful. Mm-hmm. But it's everything that I know and love <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. If you're going to do it, do it. Right. Just do it. Oh, he did it. Oh, yeah. He definitely did <laughs> Above it. Above the knee. <laughs> studs up. He got the ball and completely... Could have broken the dude's femur. Out here's, but he pulled out just enough yeah. that he, he scraped it a bit. It was it was not a good tackle. It was ugly. Here Here's my question for you. If that's John Stones, does VAR take his heart a look at it, or does he just get the yellow and they say move on? I don't know, to be honest with you. That's a good question. <clears throat> I, th- I feel like John Stone gets a lot of stick anyway. Right. John Stones. Well, just let, then let's say it's Ruben Diaz or Emmerich Laporte. Well, the, the point is Laporte, definitely not right. The point is I'm starting to see VAR works the way they, when they really want to dissect something and break something down and, and be the, make the bold play and reverse a call and give a red card. It never seems to be against one of the big clubs. Mm. I'd argue that David <laughs> Louise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mid-table club, not a big club. We're one of the biggest clubs in England. And you're currently a mid-table club. How many times have so you won you the now, Premier League? So you now live on mid-table problems. How many times has your club won the Premier League? We have not won the How Premier How many League. top flight titles do you have in your history? Uh, we have nine. Thank you. We have 13. Yeah. Uh, we're it. right behind thank, you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, we're, we're in the top okay. five. Yeah, you're right thank at you. the cutoff of yeah. mid-table club. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you currently... Ten and more? Good to go. Tenth place. <laughs> Mid-table problems. <laughs> if this if this was the Wenger years and they were using yeah, VAR, maybe look at who, look is, at it. who who was it against? Also, you have to look at that. Yeah. The David Louise call. It was against a very tiny club. <laughs> very small club. Minute people. Yeah, but David Louise is a prick and people like to see pricks get uh, fucked over. Yeah. 
Well, Liam Cooper's a prick based on this as well. <laughs> Very true. And the 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 referee, it, it, one of the, the the pundits I was listening to equated this to um, basically having a DVR system in your house. Right. You're watching the show. You want to watch the show. But you know you have the safety net of the DVR. So right. you have a glance at your phone. <laughs> no problem. I could just rewind it. Mm-hmm. The referee saw everything that fucking happened. <laughs> decided to give a yellow. Right. For whatever reason. AKA glancing down at his phone during a pivotal scene in the show. Right. And then his wife. <laughs> rewound the, and said, you need to watch this. On the teleprompter there, <laughs> you know, the, the, the telecom there in his earpiece. And says, yeah, you should probably look at that again. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> please understand. I'm not debating that. I don't think it was a red. It was a red. That's a definite red. I'm just, if the shoe's on the other foot, is it, or is it, does it even get, my question is, is does the, do they even go look at it at the teleprompter? I'm sure they do. Or do they quickly go, yellow card, nothing to see here, let's keep it fucking moving. No, I I think they definitely look at it. Uh, I don't know that the call would have changed, Mm -hmm. but I think they definitely look at it. Yeah. Um, the one key thing that I, I think needs to be recognized for leads, and this is something that they talk about, and it's also something that gets talked about with um, Marcelo uh, Bielsa's teams in general, it's fitness. Fitness won that game. Because for all those long runs that they did on those you know two-on-one breaks on those counters, you would turn around and you would see the ones that got saved and stopped. Those guys were back in less than four or five seconds. Yep. I mean, they turned around yeah, and were absolutely. dead sprint right back, fully fucking committed yet again to continuing to contain city. I mean, it's, it was worldly. Absolutely. worldly. Absolutely. I mean, they, they put their bodies on the line over and over again. Excuse me. It took city until the 76th minute to equalize. Mm-hmm. So a full 35 minutes after the red card. Yeah. To equalize. And it was, you know, not necessarily the prettiest of goals either. You know, it was very difficult for them to do. Leeds were extremely organized. They were working very, very hard, as as you just described. Um, and then I got worried. Here comes the floodgates. Right. But Leeds didn't allow nope. themselves, uh, uh, allow their heads <laughs> to drop. They, they stuck to their task. They did everything necessary and even had two chances if not three, to yeah. be honest. There was but, one that Ederson made a brilliant, com- coming out of the box, a brilliant it swinging was, yeah, leg save. It definitely was three. Yeah. Because you had that, you had the Rafinha chance that that uh, went begging, and then Stuart Dallas's actual goal. And he said in the post-match, um, <laughs> he just closed his eyes and hit it. Mm. <laughs> he said he ran through and he was just... Just hit it. just closed his eyes and hit it. Just hit it. it. Yeah. Which I think would probably really annoy Pep Guardiola. Oh to be yeah. Honest. Well, and that that's just a they stuck with it. They stuck with it. They stuck with it. They got a chance. They got the chance, and they were able to bury it. And that should be reflection on City to realize you can't just go pushing like that. That you know what the right team, the right opportunity, any team in the top flight can make you pay if you push that far forward and try that hard to get the winner and forget about what's going on behind you on the other side, they'll get you on the break. You'll get got. And oh, yeah. that's exactly what happened. Well, 
After the red card, <coughs> Leeds became a seaside shanty. Mm-hmm. Manchester City became a hurricane. Yeah. And wave after wave after wave after wave, you started to worry about the shanty. Mm-hmm. Am I going to have a home to come back to? Stuart Dallas does his thing. The clouds part. The sun comes out. And somehow, that seaside shanty was still standing. Still standing. <laughs> oh, what a lovely analogy, Sammy. Thanks. Um, moving on to the next game. West Ham <laughs> just I thought we were going to dissect that for a second. <laughs> no, no. That was, I was like, all right, good job. Next <laughs> thing we're on my mind. Yeah. You put it's a good. bow on it, actually, so we're going to keep going. It's actually kind of patronizing that yep. you moved on so fast. Now you know what I live with. <laughs> Hitting the mute button. I already do it. Fuck off, both of you. <laughs> I mean, go back to sound check and just have it be the uh, Mel and Graham show, and I can shut the fuck up. And that. how would someone find sound check, <laughs> Sam Graham? It's actually quite simple. It's www.patreon.com backslash show. <laughs> Uh, and sign up to one of the top two tiers, and you'll get uh, both soundcheck and our preview show, Injury Time. Awesome. Thank you. It's All right. Professional. Are, are we satisfied? <laughs> Can we move on? We do have <laughs> nine other games to speak of. <laughs> do I have your permission? <laughs> West Ham come out flying <laughs> yet again. Lingard scoring yet again. Um, but the injuries, little by little, they are starting to really pile up for West Ham. They are, absolutely, and, and that is is quite worrisome, to be honest, but it doesn't really matter, actually, at the end of the day, because they have Jay Lings. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Doesn't matter. That's all they need. Jesse does it all. Jesse does everything. Uh, uh, also, apparently, quickly, uh, the most precarious <laughs> scoreline in all of sports Used to be 2 0. Now it's 3 0, apparently. Now it's West Ham being 3 0 up. Yeah. <laughs> Go up 3 0, love to give up goals. They've scored nine in their last three Premier League games. Who the fuck would have thought West Ham scoring like that? <laughs> Who would have thought a David Moyes club be scoring goals like that? What the fuck? And, and then they giving scored, up, giving they up scored goals nine. like they do, though. When they scored nine, what, like seven of them were Lingard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just insanity. So they, they've scored nine in their last three games, but they've given up seven. Mm-hmm. That's the worrisome part, is David Moyes is usually a very organized boss. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm feeling a little worried for them for their chances at Champion League, is while they're scoring and they're playing pretty expansive football, they are definitely having trouble holding on to leads. Absolutely. And I think when you have to play some of the teams that are around you, they're going to probably make you pay. And that's L-E-A-D-S. Yeah. Gecko, calm the fuck down. No, we're done talking about you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, this is a couple bad losses in a row for Leicester. I mean, granted, the city one city's rolling. I get it. But uh, it's still, you didn't look good in no, that match. And didn't really look good here either. No, um, opportunistic and, and opportunistic on the goals. To be honest, they weren't. They weren't like you took over the match and well, deserved to be there. They were good finishes, but they were opportunistic in the in the regards that they um, to find themselves in the position to finish. They didn't necessarily create it, and part of that <laughs> issue though was. Uh, James Madison, mm-hmm. uh, Chowdhury, mm-hmm. 
Wes Morgan. Yep. And, and one other. Two others, yeah. I think it was. I thought it was five players. Um, decided to have an old fucking party. Yeah. And break all the COVID protocols. All the COVID protocols. So they were dropped by Brendan Rodgers, and rightly so. You can't have that. But at the same time, <laughs> you have to, like, read the room, right? You know, my wife, first-time mother. We talk about the baby a lot, obviously, because she's our focus. Right. Um, if something's wrong, right, we're in the delivery room. In the delivery room. Okay. She didn't want any interventions, right? The doctor was talking to us in a certain manner. The nurse's faces changed. The doctor's tone changed. <coughs> there had to be an intervention. <clears throat> there was no discussing that intervention. Mm-hmm. That intervention was made. Got it. Because you read the room. Right. Lester are in a position to make the Champions League Three out of the last four years. Read the room, guys. Right. Read the room. You're, you've made it. You're here. It's time to establish yourself as a big club. It's time to say, hey, we're now, it, it's no longer the big six. It's the big eight. Right. Right? Yeah. We're, and, here. we're here now. You're going to have to take us seriously. Correct. We and, are a part of this conversation now. And it's same thing with Villa and Jack Grealish when he did his fucking DUI thing uh, early on in COVID mm-hmm. um, that he had to come out and apologize for. And and um, Kyle Walker having the sex party at his house. And, the you know, all of these various things. It's like, read the fucking room, guys. What are you doing? Right. You're, you're fucking it big time right now. <laughs> you're screwing up. And you, you just can't, you can't have that. Now, West Ham are a good team. I think they may have still won the game. It's possible. They're arguably missing the best midfielder in, in England right now in Declan Rice. And who knows if those five players would have made a difference. Wes Morgan wouldn't have made a difference. He hasn't been right. starting or, or playing at all, really. But James Madison definitely would have made a Absolutely difference in this game. Absolutely would have made a difference. So you, you have to wonder, is could this result have been different? I had, think Iosi Perez was in that group too, because he wasn't on the bench either. It was like, right. and Iosi right. Perez would have been a fairly influential substitute if they needed to use him. You're absolutely right. It was Iosi Perez. Yeah. So what, like, what are you guys doing, man? Yeah. You know, uh, you, you cost your team in this game. Um, that was, being said, you never know how it's going to play out. West Ham are a good team. Mm-hmm. You, that's why we still play the game, right? But you're going into it with a limp now. Yeah. Uh, the next three for Leicester are fairly winnable games. I believe it's um, it's Southampton, it's Sheffield, and I want to say it's Fulham. I believe so. There, there's or it's either it's either Fulham or it's West Brom. But there's it's opportunistic for them to advance. So. They should be all right, but they need to be careful because the teams around them are starting to catch up to them real quick, and we're about to talk about them. All except one of them. The race for European spots is heating up. There are five teams battling for the spots. We have Liverpool 2, Aston Villa 1, Chelsea 4, Palace 1, Manchester United 3, Spurs 1. That's the game I brought my shovel for. <laughs> so I'm going to make all the digs, Mel. Heard all the digs. Um, 
it almost happened to the Reds again. Villa got up on, on them one nothing and played one hell of a fucking match. They played very well, absolutely. Um, Liverpool finally started to find their feet, uh, and I, it changed for me, to be honest, with the introduction of Ross Barkley, which was supposed to be a bit more of an attacking situation to, right. to kind of press the issue and find the equalizer. Yeah. It made Liverpool more comfortable. Yeah, it really and did. maybe that's why he hasn't been on the field of late. Yeah, he 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 hasn't not. been starting even even without Grealish in the team. He hasn't been. Ross he, Barkley's been he a bench player. At he best. hasn't he hasn't been in favor lately at all at all with Smith. Not one bit. No. That's for damn sure. Which which you have to wonder. Did he eat all of the red crayons that Smith was trying to explain the tactics? Oh, all the crayons. He like <laughs> he like green ones, Sam. He like green ones, not the red ones. Red ones are Liverpool. He don't like Liverpool. Now, the other thing is Liverpool were very wasteful in the first half. They oh, had, very they had so. fucking chances, and they did not utilize said chances. Um, but they finally, you know, got ahead. Uh, you could see Villa was also carrying the confidence of the 7-2 win mm-hmm. into this game. They, they definitely didn't sit back and invite Liverpool on. They went after it a bit. Considering some of the players that they're missing, that was very, I mean, they... They took the game to Liverpool. They really did. I mean, it was I was thoroughly impressed with their with with the way they played, but Liverpool as well. They adjusted. I mean, this is believe it or not, the first win at Anfield in the calendar year in for seven. Fucking yeah. for fucking Liverpool. So they went down one nothing, which so far this season, when they've gone down one nothing. They've lost at home in 2021. Absolutely. And and you saw a little bit of the shoulders start to go down. But again, I think the thing that really helps them is you're letting Fabinho play defensive fucking midfield, which is completely opening up your offense for you because you Absolutely. have that. Because he's not playing center back. Now, what they've been doing is, is they've been subbing out one of the younger center backs and moving him back at the very end of the game to kind of shore up the game, which I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, that being said, his shielding the defense didn't really help for the opener. No. Uh, as John McGinn's ass played in Ollie Watkins. <laughs> and um, Ollie Watkins finished with a plum. It really was. Great goal. Made him the first person uh, since Andre Arshavin to score four against Liverpool in a season. Absolutely. Um, in a season. You want a fun fact about Andre Arshavin, Mel? Sure. The I four the four he put past Liverpool uh-huh. was in one fucking game. Nice. <laughs> one Come game. Now, <laughs> Ollie Watkins is a fucking asset. And with Grealish's... No, health- that's Sean McGinn. Ha! 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 M2. Asset. Hey, save, <laughs> save the digs for the last game there, killer. Oh, sorry, sorry, so, sorry. With- Breaking out the shovel early. <laughs> oh, with, you know, Jack's future being... Questionable, both uh, health-wise and staying with Villa-wise. I think it's important that we learn how to play without him. And, all right, we lost. But we didn't lose by as much as anybody thought. And we almost tied. And He didn't play poorly at all. I'd, I'd you like were to give a couple winning shout-outs. most of the game. El oh, yeah. Ghazi. 
was it El Ghazi or Trezeguet? Trezeguet. It was Trezeguet. Oh, that see, hit I, have the, a, I have a couple shout outs. One is uh, well, Watkins for scoring. Yeah, of course. Uh, Trezeguet yeah. for scoring. And that Trezeguet goal that he almost got, the one you're talking about where it hit that the hit inside the post. post, Yeah, came out. And did you see that fucker? Try to also head it in, but like yep. he did not back off. That man was yeah. hungry. Absolutely, and he that did, was he did noticed not, and appreciated. Oh, he didn't throw his hand. Ah, oh, fuck! You know, he yeah. didn't do no. one of those and it's give fantastic. up. Give up on the play. No, fantastic. he went after it, and it was unfortunate for him. It, you know, just even it was coming off with such yep. pace off the post. Yeah, he couldn't get in front of it uh, enough to put it back on target. Ended up putting the second header in in the uh, in the side netting. And uh, as I take my shot, I do have one really important shout out. I mm-hmm. mean, without this MVP, the score might have been even worse. And that's Devar. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were going to dedicate that shot to the Allison mustache that is no longer. <laughs> Only lasted a week. Oh, VAR. It's an <laughs> asset to the game. <laughs> so, Sam, uh, do you have any objections if I move on to the next match? Would you, would you? Is there anything else you'd like to add or say or anything at all? I don't think so. Okay, I just wanted to make sure there because uh, I don't want you to feel like you're not being loved. Oh, fuck off, mate. Chelsea finally scores some goals, man. No shit. And, and that was in Guaita. Finally, one of their big price tag Germans <laughs> scores some goals. And Guaita... Kept him out a few extra times. That could have oh, been yeah. a lot worse. Absolutely. Guaita played almost as well as he well, did against Everton. Guaita played really well from 20 minutes on uh. or whatever it was. Well, he had he had one save right at the beginning there, too, that it was like, ooh, looks like it's going to be another Guaita day. And then, boom, rebound goal. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Havertz obviously got the opener. And then Christian Pulisic twice, Captain America. Mm-hmm. NRA Mar. NRA Mar. Is what they're calling him. Apparently, he liked some sort of right-wing post on social media, <laughs> uh, uh, which is where we're getting all these kind of, um, you know, right-wing nicknames. Hershey, Pennsylvania boy? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right, unfortunately. Uh, uh, Palace, I mean, sure, they got a goal, but they were just never, ever, ever in this match. We no, have- not even close. They basically didn't play the opening 25 minutes. Except for Guaita. We also, I mean, let's face it. We we also kind of saw this one coming a mile away. I bet you Palace fans saw this one coming a mile away. It was like. I don't know. What Jane say about it? Uh, <laughs> we're bad. <laughs> when she knows. Why are we bad? Jan, you're the one who picked the club. That's on you. <laughs> you picked the club this year. You did it this year. You watched one game. You saw him beat Manchester United. And you went, that's my team. And I went, okay, sure you want to do that? Go right ahead. So you've already, you've already met Brad. It's it. You're, you're fucking, you're in now. Ben Teke with the goal. Yes. As well, which is a lovely little uh, finish from him. Agreed. Very All much. Right. Good. Move <laughs> on. And then Zuma, Zuma with a Zuma with a header at the end. Uh, Zuma's actually um, leading all defenders in scoring and as, as well. A uh, towering header here. Yeah, yeah. Nobody even got off the ground against him. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was. You wish he was back in Everton, Blue, don't you? Uh, eh, we're doing all right with center backs now. <laughs> oh, really? We're good, we're good we'll shape. Come on to your game a little later. <laughs> There's, oh, Jesus okay, come, Christ. come on to my game. What, what are you? What are we to talk about? Nothing. Exactly. Literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read off the injury list. That's going to be the coverage <laughs> of our game. Okay. Finally, uh, the rematch of Manchester United and Tottenham. 
Sons scores the opener, but then after that, it is all city. I mean, I mean, all United the entire way. KG, KG opening. Mm -hmm. That was not a foul on Son. Oh, no. At all. That no. is fucking pitiful refereeing. Mm -hmm. Pitiful VAR. The game's gone. But, 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 but Sam, think of the children. The, 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 the children were so, like, they don't want to see their hero, Son, get smacked across the face, brutally beaten. You know, McTominay grabbed him by the jersey, turned around, and punched him in the face at least five times, right? Listen, I mean, come on. Ole was thinking of the kids when he said, the game's gone. The game is absolutely gone. If my son stays down like this for three minutes and needs 10 mates to help him up, he wouldn't get any food. <laughs> You're not going to feed your child? Ole, Jesus Christ. Well, kid needs to learn a lesson, apparently. <laughs> apparently, the uh, old smiling assassin's a bit cold-hearted, huh? No shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the fucking gym teacher. Um, um, how about Fred with a goal? Uh, right. You know? And cruelly, uh, Cavani had that goal, the opening goal ruled yeah, offside. Yeah, should have been a goal. And should then Son was the one that actually <laughs> scored mm -hmm. for Tottenham to uh, to uh, to open the scoring. Decent little finish. It was fine, whatever. Well, fortunately, it was right on the line, so he didn't need to see the ball since he was blinded from McTominay, uh, turning around and doing a wrestling-style rake across his eyes. And, uh, you know, so he he's good now. He's good now. <laughs> but think think of Son and, and think of the children. I will. The children, Sam. The <laughs> fucking children. <laughs> Uh, there are little girls like Madeline out there right now that don't know what to do because Son fell on the ground because Scott McTominay took an ice pick to both of his eyeballs, for fuck's sake, Sam. I don't say this very often, and it's not just because it's Tottenham. Uh-huh. I'm happy Manchester United came out on top of that game because that 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 decision to disallow <laughs> the Cavani opener mm -hmm. pissed me the fuck off. As yeah. a football supporter in general, right. just loving the game of football, and I can... Absolutely understand what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is talking about. That is fucking atrocious. That decision. <coughs> it's ridiculous that that happened. Unfortunately, Cavani ends up getting a goal. A he did. Gore, gorgeous goal. That was a fantastic I, bit of play, that's, wasn't it? That's a Cavani special right there. You go. Fantastic does, bit of play. If, if one wanted to know how Edison Cavani scores goals, here you go. Diving header. Back of the net. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you worried about? What are you worried about? Fucking ageless that man is. He's fucking ageless. Um, and uh, who scored the second goal? The third? I thought it was Green. No, he was the third. I thought it was Greenwood was the second goal. Greenwood was the third. He finished it in stoppage time. Cavani was the second. And who was Manchester United's first? It was Fred. Fred. Yeah, Fred. It was Fred. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I didn't write that down. I feel like I, I sold him short there. Mm-hmm. I said to you earlier, I said, hey, Fred scored. You I went, know, yeah. But I didn't write it down. I was looking for my notes for something else to say. You were still wrapped up in your feelings about Son. I know. The world, the world, Sam, you, Sam, the world is still in mourning over you, what happened to young and Son. Sam, his eyes were ripped out with a three finger eye poke <laughs> grab by Scott McTominay grabbed him by the back of his head, stuck his fingers into his eyeballs and pulled them out of, I mean, I'm still amazed how he was able to score without having eyeballs in his head anymore. Sam. Do you want to know what I actually wrote in my notes? Please. Word for word. Um, <coughs> I can't believe Cavani's opener was ruled out. 
but that's what happens when the most lovable player in the world gets a gentle chap uh, gets a gentle tap on the cheek after he was actually the one that initiated contact. Then that lovable fucker found his way back into our hearts and scored for the mighty Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> that's I literally wrote that uh, again. Every child tonight will be on their knees praying <laughs> for young men's son to pray that his vision comes back. Yeah. Praying, Sam. Well, as long as the you children, know, you, the children, we can all take comfort in the fact that Jose Mourinho believes that Hyunmin Son's father is a better human being than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You know, and well, no, and also remember, Jose himself would kill for his own son to be able to eat. That's very, very, very important. And let's also remember, like we say in Portugal, bread is bread and cheese is cheese. I don't want to be a chicken. I don't want to be a duck. So I shake my butt. That's the same we have in America. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? You like Seinfeld. Gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> I tell you, Jerry, it's gold. Like we say in Portugal, bread is bread and cheese is cheese. It just knick knack, patty wet, give a dog a bone. <laughs> you know? What? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Running out the rest of the league and oh, so that happened. Wolverhampton one, Fulham nil, Newcastle two, Burnley one, Arsenal three, Sheffield nil, West, West Brom three, Southampton nil. Brighton nil, Everton nil. Um, Triori finally <laughs> fucking scores, Sam. That believe it or not, his first goal of the season. His first goal since December of 2019. I heard. Jesus Christ, it's bad, really bad. It was a guy. I mean, it was a great hit. Oh my god, killed it. Really, I mean, honestly, this game should have been two nothing. I think uh, VAR got it all wrong with the uh, agreed with with the potence offsides. It was like. We're, we're going back to calling people off by an elbow, right? Because if you look at the way that it was set up, the way that they had the lines and everything set up, I thought it was the arm that's not offsides. And it was like, yeah, and, and that appeared to be it's what the, was offsides. It's the sleeve. Yeah. Is in now. If it hits you on the sleeve, you're clear from handball. Right, but so it, you can obviously score with that part of your body. But it wasn't. It was. It looked like it was the elbow down that was off for his arm. I and hear it you. Just, it, it just the whole thing's fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> it it it's it's a rule that needs revisiting in the summer. I guess put a bow on that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I I could go on. We could make a whole fucking spin-off podcast about the fucking handball rule. Uh, it's ridiculous. Right. Well, now we're going to go into the next, um, before we go into the next game, it's worth mentioning. Very Fulham, unlucky for Fulham here. Fulham now are six points out. Yep. I'm starting to doubt Fulham, Sammy, because these last two games, if you're a team that wants to stay up, you got you had two sides that are square in the I don't give a fuck zone, Right. I told Villa, you this last Villa week. Happy to be up. Wolves happy to be up. Like this is the this is the season's over. We're on Dubai time already, and 
you can't, oh, you, you fuck that off. Like, uh, I told you this last week. I worried for Fulham because these are games that they should <clears throat> be picking up points in and yeah. they're not. Yeah. And this is going to be their only fucking chance. I'm, I'm starting to think that it, because now with, when we'll get on to West Brom, but now with West Brom getting points, West Brom's only two behind Fulham now. So yep. they're trending the right way and Fulham's trending the wrong way. Going on to Newcastle. The St. Max show is back, baby. It is amazing what happens when you had one man to fucking Newcastle. Within, what, two minutes, was it? Yep. Of coming on? It came on at, at, at <laughs> 55 minutes or 56 minutes. Mm-hmm. And 57 minutes had an assist. 59 minutes had a goal. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And Burnley were absolutely fucking shell shot. Uh, Burnley, yet again, giving up a lead. This is now two weeks in a row where they had leads and they gave up fucking yeah. leads. This is. Did, did you see... Um, Again, Gekko, stop wanking. L-E-A-D-S. <laughs> uh, did you see um, <coughs> Steve Bruce's post-match? Uh, I saw a little bit of it. He seemed to think that uh, Newcastle won two straight. No, you drew. You drew the last they one. They drew Tottenham, yeah, uh, yeah, last week. Yeah. Might have <laughs> felt like a win because you got the goal late on. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, not correct. Absolutely not correct. Which is quite funny. Yep, that's <laughs> a. Um, but Don't I mean, even know what the results are, Steve. Bur- <laughs> How can I trust you to take training? Feel pretty confident that Burnley is safe, but yeah. that's got to be concerning for Dice to see twice giving up leads. Absolutely. Also, in games that you very sure should have won, that you're a good enough. It's opposition closest to you enough on the table. It's one thing if you give up a lead to you know, Liverpool or Manchester United or somebody like that. But these were teams around you in the table. You got to see these fucking things out, man. Absolutely. Besides that too, uh, you'd be, you'd be a bit concerned for Burnley because Newcastle just aren't good in general. Mm -hmm. Now, Callum Wilson did come back. As we said, ASM came back, uh, which is great. But uh, these are the types of games that Burnley has made their, stay in the Premier League on in general. Right. That they have traditionally one nil or two one and gotten the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And they were so surprised, so bewildered by the introduction of ASM. It's like they hadn't seen him before. It was like this new force, this new right. player that no one knows coming out of the middle of fucking nowhere. You know what I mean? And it's just you wonder what happened right. at the same time, Newcastle were very lucky to not be three nil down because Chris Wood had chances, uh, uh, in this game, Dwight McNeil had a couple of chances as well. Conversely, Burnley are lucky that it wasn't three, one or four, one, um, especially because of that James Tarkovsky, Eric Canton impression. Oh yeah. Where he tried to kick. Was it Joe Linton or somebody mm-hmm. in the face? Yep. Actually, sorry, not tried to. Booted him right in the face. Yeah. Late, later on, kick uh, cleared the ball off the line, too, and he sh- probably shouldn't have been on the pitch for the getting yeah, him in the face. Because he kicked someone in the fucking head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Should have definitely been a penalty. That's for damn sure. Tell the ref. But hold on. You can't hold on. do that. Hold on. That's not a penalty, but, well, you know, I do remember. Son was actually pinned down to the ground. <laughs> And McTominay used a rusty spoon. Why, Sam? Because it would hurt more. And scooped out Hyunmin's son's eyeballs and then fed them 
to members of Manchester United <laughs> as Cavani scored. In fact, Cavani was chewing on an eyeball as he put the ball in the back of the net. So I can understand the confusion between what's a foul and not a foul. So I see know, no lies VAR. here. You know? I see no lies here. <laughs> um, your boy Laka's on fire. Right, right in time for your team to give him a stupid amount of money that yeah, you probably shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either that or we'll sell him. One of the two. Hopefully you sell him. That's the move is to sell uh, him. The move might be to sell Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, mm-hmm. to be honest. We'll see. Huh? Anyway, um, weird lineup, weird game. Yeah. We were well on top, but I didn't feel like it. I was quite nervous uh, the entire time. Even at 2-0 up, I was quite nervous. Um, and then the third goal went in, and I felt okay, uh, finally. <clears throat> we could, there also wasn't a lot of time left, right. which was brilliant. Uh, we have to figure out how to start controlling games, start seeing games out comfortably, something we still don't have a knack for. Um, injuries aren't great. Performances haven't been great. So there's a few things that, that need addressing, obviously, that – ultimately come down to the manager. Right. Hopefully, as he gains experience, we will start to figure those things out. Agreed. But bad performance from Sheffield United. We weren't great. Still came out 3-0. I'm okay with that. So, um, shout out to to, uh, one Mr. Geckle on this. This is the Geckle show. He's just, it's everywhere. Ectoplasm. It's ectoplasm. That's what it is, boys and girls. That's what got me. Ectoplasm. Um, But he uh, got to got to give credit where credit's due. He's the one that pointed this out to me. Uh, normally, I would not be talking about uh, Sheffield United at all, but this does hit close to home. One Mister uh, Heckenbottom in 2019 was the coach of the old Ibs. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I take back my disrespect from the coaches. Our cocktail show. Yeah. So there you go. He was. He For was not even Ibs. bothering to Google who he was. <clears throat> so. He was an Ibs manager for a while. So well done. Was, all right, moving so he's on. on. He's on the old smack then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's, his team looks like an old smack. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, don't look now. Here comes Big Sam. I, I don't like it. Uh, I, I don't like it either. It doesn't sit right with me. <clears throat> I I think I think for. If it's six points for Fulham, it's now eight points for um for I don't think I don't think the numbers catchable. I really don't I think the numbers not. catchable. I hope not. Cause it's I to hear his pompous ass in the media mm-hmm. week after week. Oh, I did it again. Oh yeah. Oh, Never yeah. been relegated. Oh yeah. Da, I'm, da, 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 da. Except for he was. Right. It's a go fuck yourself. I, I, I won't be, I literally won't be able to deal with it. Um, this match, we talked what is about wrong it with Southampton. Well, we, well, no, we talked about this in um, injury time. And I, I told you this, this is exactly the team. Southampton did not want to play. Yeah. It's probably because the style of play that Southampton, this is very, because Southampton has been playing very well the last couple of matches. So I kind of take it as a one-off that it was just, they played absolutely the wrong team at the wrong time. 
Yeah. You know. And they're coming off the five goals against <laughs> Chelsea, brimming with confidence mm-hmm. the whole nine. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You know, and there, there's really not much more to say beyond that. I don't think West Brom ultimately catches up. I hope they don't. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Everton Football Club and Brighton Hove Albion Football Club played a professional uh, match in the English Premier League today. It would have been more interesting if a cat ran on the pitch <laughs> like happened that one time a couple of years ago. With Wolverhampton? Yeah, that yeah. would have definitely been more interesting. Absolutely The game agree. was absolute fucking shite, mate. Um, I don't want to make too many excuses for Everton, but there's really was nobody to put on the pitch. All right, Jurgen. Um, Go ahead. All right, so Pickford out. That's mm-hmm. a starter. T-Rex. Allen, DeCorey, and Gomez. Those were that was at the start of the season when they started off. That was the starting three midfielders, right? Then you had Calvert Lewin out. So there's five starters right off the jump out. Then people who would you would put into play: Bernard out, Joshua King out, Fabian Delph out, John Philippe Gabamin. Welcome back to the injury list. Out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at Richarlison and James and they're just running and they just, they can't run anymore. They're just like, uh, like who, who's coming with us? Like how the people are we that ended up on the field? I don't even think those two knew who they were. <laughs> it just, to you, be honest, some dude came off the bench. Played. I, I don't even remember his name started with a B. He played even the announcer on Sirius <laughs> XM. It was Tom Rennie, I think, mm. was covering y'all's game. Even Tom Rennie, it might actually might not have been. This was his, been somebody else. This was his even Everton said, debut. Here comes blah blah blah. Never heard of him. He played That's in rude. a throwaway match where you just let all the kids play because it doesn't matter. Yeah, in Europa three years ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just, I, there's not much else to say. I'm, you know what? Glad we didn't lose, but I'm nervous about what's coming up. Even as bad as Tottenham are playing, we don't have anyone to play against them. Like, right. Unless Carlo's up to something and suddenly some people are going to be healthy come Friday, we in trouble. Yeah. And then we play you after that and we're in trouble there because we don't have anybody. I don't know about that. I don't know if you're in trouble or not. Sam, to be I may be playing defensive midfield for fucking Arsenal for uh, Everton Football Club against Arsenal. For fuck's sake, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, just I don't fucking know. I Brighton clearly safe. Um, Everton, they've got a shot at the European spots. They've got a shot at Champions League, but I, with the bodies they're missing, I don't know how they're going to fucking do it. You're, you're absolutely right. It, it's it's going to be a long old slog these these last seven weeks, I think, for Everton. Uh, same for Southampton mm-hmm. uh, as well. Uh, same for Wolves because they don't give a shit. Uh, these last seven weeks are going to be really painful for their supporters, I imagine. Um, they're going to give false hope to people like Fulham, West Brom. Sheffield United's essentially relegated already. They could be relegated this weekend. Yeah, it, it's... I don't know, man. <laughs> if Newcastle wins her draws these last and seven they, weeks, I would not lose. want to be a fan of y'all's clubs. It would be the most boring bullshit you'll ever see. You know what's also uh, boring bullshit? 
that. Arsenal in 10th place. It's time to tell you what little we know it is. Prediction time. Uh, Chicken hit her bet. I failed on the first half of my bet. Pat got burned. And you, Mr. Graham, you had it. It was right there. And then my team fucked you. Well, funny you say that. On my uh, little uh, cup of losers slip, Everton fucked me again. <laughs> Mel, would it. you like to take a photo of me putting this into the shite cup? Yes, the cup of losers, the Dortz Direct cup of losers, which is getting really backed because we suck at betting. Now, Everton sucks at playing fucking football is what it is. So here's what I have for this week. West Ham to win. Oh, by the way, you are down now um, 1165. Awesome. Uh, won't be for long. West Ham to win this weekend. Arsenal to beat Fulham. And Lacazette to score. Okay. I'm putting 200 on okay. this bet this time. All right. It would have returned me plus 476, but because I doubled it, it will now return me $952. This is great. I love when you do this little bit where you start doubling up your betting because then you really go down a, down the big rabbit hole. A and lot. all I got to do is just win a little. <laughs> oh. Where I'm making like two bets to kind of cover myself. If one hits and one doesn't hit, at least I still win some money and take away a little bit. Sam's like, fuck it. All the money. Double down. I'm going to hit this shit. You have to. And I will tell you quickly that these teams are playing other teams. This is exhilarating radio, Sammy. I can't find who West Ham's playing. Oh, Newcastle. Okay. West Ham's going to beat Newcastle and Arsenal's going to beat Fulham. There Very go. good. Very good. Sorry. All right. So next up, we got our boy. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's pick it a week. Patty, both your teams win, but you got fucked by the spread. Yeah. Liverpool. I know. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I got some whiskey for you. you. Know, it is. Oh, I mean, I thought I, thought I had it, but I mean, I mean, well, not really, because they scored that goal. What when uh, uh, plus three, right? I think it was like the third minute of uh, extra time. Yeah, where they where they took the lead right at the end of the match. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, I would never was in it really to begin with in the whole game. So, whatever, you know, I'm gonna change it up this week and see if that works. Which you know, it probably won't. So. So um, I, I already let Sam in on this. Uh, apparently, you did a master's party yesterday and got good right proper. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. I am not feeling the greatest right now. See, <laughs> And see I played it. golf. And so, at some point in the party, too, I said, like, yeah, we should all play golf tomorrow. So I had to wake up and be like, oh, shit, that's right. I got to play golf today because I came up with that wonderful idea. I just... So. People, you want to understand the degeneration is real. He is the biggest degenerate gambler on the planet, our boy. All right. So, what do you got for us this week, kid? Uh, all right. Well, now I'm down uh, 1,875. Uh, I'm not having the best luck picking winners against spread or picking the favorites. So, this weekend, I'm not going to even do either of which. Um, I'm going to pick, uh, I'm not even picking a game on the weekend, in fact, because that sucks for me as well. So I'm going to take the Everton over Tottenham on Friday evening. Uh, Everton just to win is plus 220. I'm going to put 200 on it to win 440. Uh, I know Everton hasn't been playing the best uh, lately, but uh, they beat Tottenham back in September, and I, uh, I just have a feeling about this one. Um, 
You know, so yeah, it's, I'm pretty simple, but you know, I'm getting down in the hole pretty bad. So poorly <laughs> that been working for me either. So uh, you know, I I love your enthusiasm. We're gonna get our asses whooped. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you know, we'll see. I like that you're doing the desperation double up like I did. Yeah, Sam just did the desperation <laughs> double up. <laughs> well, did he pick five game parlay five games with it too, or uh, no, just, just a three way parlay? <laughs> just a, just a three, okay. just, just a three way. <laughs> but, but I did bet two hundred on it instead of a hundred. Okay, well, good luck. Was it to win like uh, all your money back? Uh, close nine fifty two, and I'm down eleven seventy or something. I okay. I ironically am also betting two hundred this week, but I'm doing two single hundred dollar bets. Okay. Um, well, that's cool. What are you What are you betting on? I, um, against you, boys. I I can't tell you that. My segment's next, Bama. Okay. okay. Bama. <laughs> One for the kids, there, Mel. <laughs> All right, Pat. We'll, we'll listen to the show tomorrow. You'll hear my bet. I'll say, Pat. Gotcha. Pat, hang up yes. and listen. <laughs> <laughs> talk Talk to you next week, brother. Take it easy. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so Bama. for my Jesus couple losers, Christ. I said that was a Fulhamish bet is exactly what I yeah. said because I bet Fulham to beat Wolves, and that didn't fucking happen. All right, so for me, I missed, so I'm now down $720. But, Sam, it has been documented in Vegas that when half of my bet hits the prior week before, I am a baffling 86-0-3, Sam. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 24.24% of the time. It works 100% of the time. We're going into the second decimal place now. Specifically because it was 24.24. I had to put that in there. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is why we need a video element to the pod. It's so so sad. So people can see how fucking proud of himself (laughs) Big Sam is. I am very proud of myself. By entering two numbers into a fucking calculator. Because I am a fucking writing genius. Anywho. (laughs) I'm going to take two separate bets and they're both going to be in your game, Sam. So you're fucked. I'm going to go with goal scorers in the same match. First, I'm putting 100 on Abba to score at plus 400. And then I'm putting 100 on Laka to score at plus 350. So if one hits and one doesn't, I win back. I cover a little bit of money. First goal scorers? Uh uh. Just two score. You sure about that? Uh huh. Because I had Laka to score and he was only plus 165 or something. I will double check. At any time. Um, you know what I I am gonna take I am taking them to score at any time. I will go back and double check. And if they are wrong, I will adjust. But I'm not gonna take them as first goal scorers. I'm taking them at score at any time. And right. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I will gladly change it. Yeah. I'm calling you out. <clears throat> you ain't I, getting no free money off me. You hey, I I <laughs> honestly, Sam, I could I could have. That could have been a mistake on my part. But anywho, that's what I'm doing. Two one hundred dollar bets, both. One covers if the other one hits, and I'm okay. If both hit, I win back a good amount of money. You know what annoyed me in my bet? <laughs> they had West Ham on their form uh-huh. at plus 100 to beat Newcastle. Good. So, by itself. so what happens when... These odds are w- fucked. When, when I make sure Sam gets to say everything he wants and I don't drive the bus directly, is <laughs> we're already over an hour. And that was a pretty good segment, but you know what we do? We give you a fucking chicken. That's what we do. Yeah, be on the ball, producer. Let's go. Come on. Well, 
Well, if I wasn't so busy editing the show, I could probably get this sound cue hit faster. But uh, Kitty is back to Mount 500, and she sits at 16 and 16. Good job, girl. So this week, I gave Kitty... Everton welcoming Tottenham. Oh, this isn't good for me. Now, Kitty quickly ran into the coop, pulled out her iPhone, and showed me a picture of her at Kenneth Branagh's acting school. Oh, no shit. He is a classically trained thespian. Well, she was with none other than Rupert Grant and Dave Bautista. If they're going to learn something about acting, that's the guy to go see. Now, all three, besides being well-known actors, are also huge Spurs supporters. Ah, that's what I figured. So, uh, clearly, Kitty is uh, picking them to defeat your toffees. Sorry, guy. And she never picks the fucking toffees, ever. No, I don't think she does. But uh, you know what is very important right now? What's that? Is to please always remember to gamble legally and responsibly. Another wonderful fantasy week for me. Thank you very much. As I took care of Keith, 45 to 17. Good for you. To maintain my second place uh, status. Uh, we have Ray beating up on Elliot, 33 to 27, to hold on to top spot. Brody lost uh, 44 to 25 to Russ. Kenny uh, got beat pretty badly by JB, 52 to 34. Uh, Smokey took care of Taylor with no problem, uh, 51 to 29. Uh, Her Highness took care of Firecock, uh, 40 to 36. Geckle over Alberto, 52 to 32. Hey, he scored a ton of points and won. And my boy Rob, yeah, took care of you. Yes, he did. Twenty six to twenty. Yep. Uh, that leaves your top six unchanged, and that's all I'm going to go through since we're already over an hour. Ray's on top, me in second, JB in third, Alan in fourth, Keith in fifth, <coughs> Lindsay in sixth, and uh, Firehawk still in last. Hell <laughs> in the golf spots. All right, Sammy, so that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Any parting words, stud? Yes, I do. Yes. Uh, Me failing at my weight loss challenge, Mm -hmm. still netted after our matches, $721 for charity. Excellent. I fucking love it, dude. Isn't that fucking awesome? Yeah, that's great. Thank thank you to our uh, small little family out there that all, all chipped in and helped out, and it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Those uh, amounts of donations were split between both Kick It Out, the anti-racism and football uh, charity based out of the UK, and the locally based Craig Willinger Fund, which is basically soccer make-a-wish in mm-hmm. layman's terms of their, their mission. Uh, so thank you all very much for that. That is absolutely amazing. And and well done to you. How's your asshole feel? Great. Because I got my leg tattooed. Uh, no. I'm surprised Facebook allowed the picture of your tattooed butthole on uh, our group picture. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Sam really is a Peloton wife because his wife said, you're not allowed to get DBAC. <laughs> you're only allowed to get DUFS. And... And she gave him an extra good shining because he didn't tone himself up well enough. And maybe he needs to be a little bit more inspired by that Peloton and be just like that scared wife in the fucking commercial. (laughs) R.I.P. DMX. (laughs) Uh, 
he doesn't debate it because he knows I'm right. Very, uh, very influential and important artist in my life. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And uh, very sad for his passing. Absolutely. And you were a cunt. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Next yeah, up is... You're absolutely right. Closing remarks complete. Next <laughs> next up is injury time, where we're going to preview the weekend's action. Also talk about the FA Cup semifinals as well. Should one want to check that out, Sam, how do they go about doing it? Uh, very simple. One more time for you. It's www.patreon.com backslash Show, And just sign up to one of the top two tiers, where which will get you... Uh, both sound check and injury time, which is our preview show. And we love you for it. Excellent. Till next week, everybody. Good night. Sam inspires to be better on his Peloton. At the villain. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smells of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!